Hey everyone, my name is Kayla and I'm currently a senior in college trying to figure out life itself. The purpose of this podcast is to shed light on different topics dealing with school, lifestyle choices, and my life experiences. Thank you for tuning in this week. On this week's episode, I just wanted to change things up a little bit and not talk so serious about things and just to take a break from such serious topics or deep, quote unquote, deep topics or whatever you want to call it. This is going to be more of a chill, funny episode where I talk about things retail workers wish you knew as a shopper. Number one, please do not touch everything that you see in your site because one, you're probably going to irritate somebody that just worked on the area that you're touching. And two, it's just not necessary to unfold every single t-shirt that you see in every single size because I feel like if you're old enough to be out shopping on your own, you should know what size shirt you wear. But that's one thing on its own. Because a lot of the times I feel like people don't, the people that don't work retail or have never worked retail don't understand what some companies expect from workers. Like for example, at every retail job that I have ever worked, the company has always expected us to keep the sales floor looking a certain way. They want everything folded, everything sized, everything to just look neat. So when people just rummage through stuff with no intent on even buying it kind of irritates us because one it takes so long to sit there and like make things perfect and to have things the way that management wants them because if it's not how they want it we have to hear about it but of course y'all don't know that because you're not a worker you're a shopper personally it doesn't bother me as much when people rummage through whatever I had just worked on because I work pretty fast at what I do because I'm not sitting here all night folding the same stack t-shirts all night but some people on the other hand kind of get annoyed because it takes them a little bit longer because they're a little bit slower doing what they do but and number two if you don't want something anymore please just tell a worker because it's nothing more annoying than seeing going back through your section and finding things that don't even belong yesterday I found food in my section and I was just like this is on the complete opposite side of the store like at that point, I had wished that that customer had just came and found me and like, hey, I don't really want this anymore, but I don't want to walk back over there. Like I would have taken it for them because at the end of the day, somebody was going to end up finding it somewhere and having to put it back either way. So I would much rather you just come up and tell me like, hey, I don't want this anymore. Can I give this to you? Because if not, you're just going to take it somewhere and I'm going to find it later and just be annoyed that the fact that that later on in the night. I found it and now it's late and I have to go rush to go put it away which I'm just glad the store that I work at our grocery section is not that big so we don't really have the issue of like finding food in like random places as often as other grocery stores like I'm pretty sure Walmart or any grocery store that is out there struggles with people putting cold stuff back like I feel like they struggle with people putting cold stuff back, but not in a refrigerator. Like, I've seen people put cold stuff on, like, the shelves, like, regular shelves with no insulation or refrigeration. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Somebody's going to get sick if they just put that back in the refrigerator. Which I don't think people realize the health hazards that causes when you take stuff out of a freezer, put it out. Put it out and leave it out forever and then put it right back like 
You can't do that. That definitely interferes with the time the temperature danger zone. And also, the lady, well, there was a lady that came in, and she was shopping, and she easily had $400 worth of merchandise in her cart because she had, like, 15 swimsuit bottoms, some jeans, shirts, dresses, literally the whole nine yards in her shopping cart. She pushes it to our customer service and goes, hey, can I just come back later and get this? And guess what happened? She never came back. So we had to push the whole cart worth the merchandise back on the sales floor because she never came back and got it, which is kind of annoying because that was like an hour spent out of our day pushing free shop that somebody just didn't want because I don't know if she just didn't feel like putting it back or what the situation was. It was just very annoying having to deal with that at the very end of the night. Like, I don't, I don't, pardon me, I just don't get it because I'm a very intentional shopper. I don't pick stuff off the rack unless I'm like, ooh, that's cute. Like, I could see myself wearing this. Or swimsuits. Like, I just don't pick up 15 black swim bottoms. I'm like, hmm, let me try all these on because at the end of the day, they're black swimsuit bottoms. They're all plain. It's not like different cuts and different patterns. Literally just the same black swimsuit bottom in 15 different sizes, but... I don't know. I just I don't understand why people do stuff like that because I just can't relate to picking up stuff if I have no intention on buying it. Or I don't even really try stuff on unless I like really, really do intend on buying it. And then when I do try it on, I just put it back because obviously I'm going to get back over to that same area. So I might as well just put back what I picked up. But I might be a little biased because I work retail and I understand what they go through. So I kind of understand everybody doesn't think like that. But it would be nice if everybody thought like that for once. And that brings me into number three. If you need help finding something, please don't hesitate to ask. Because there's nothing more tedious than watching somebody literally tear up your section looking for something when they could just ask. Or if you're just walking around clueless... Like, we notice when y'all walk, not y'all, but, like, we notice when people walk around and they don't know what they're looking for. Just ask. We're not going to bite. So what we get paid to do is to help y'all figure out what you're looking for and to help you find it. Yesterday, I had somebody walking around. I could tell he was, like, kind of lost. So I walked up to him and I was like, hey, are you looking for something? He was like, yeah, raincoats. So that's, that's that. There's been times when I just walk up to random people that aren't even necessarily in my section. Like, hey, do you need help with anything? I feel like people are just so intimidated to ask. But if I didn't know, I would be asking because I don't like just walk around the store aimlessly for no reason when I could be asking somebody for help. And a lot of the times people resort to our app to figure out like if we have it or where it is. And that brings me to topic number four. Just because it says it's on stock online doesn't mean we have it in store. Which I know it's kind of hard to put that together and make that make sense. But oftentimes stuff will say that is that we have it in stock online. We go to actually scan it into our system, not the online system, and figure that it's not here. Or if it is here, it's somewhere in a box packed up that they haven't unloaded yet. And nobody has time for that. And I'd also like to point out that the online system does not take into account of people in the store shopping. Because if somebody buys something that somebody else is looking for online and they buy the last one, it's not going to say that online. It's going to say that we still have it in stock because according to online, it's still in stock. But 
in store we can tell when somebody had just bought the item so that's also another thing to keep in mind before getting a little hostile towards retail workers and for number five i would definitely have to say it's please do not leave stuff inside the fitting room stalls and if you do hang it up please because there's nothing worse than going inside of the fitting room and seeing pants that are inside out bathing suits that are inside out on the floor hung on the hooks looking crazy any type of way and we just have to go in there pick it up and fix it which mm, some could say that that's our job and some would say that it's not i definitely say that it's not because i'm why would i want to go behind somebody fold bathing suit bottoms right side in and pants and right side in when they could have easily done that themselves and just put it on the desk considering that there's even a sign inside of the fitting room that says please return unwanted garments to the fitting room counter and people still leave stuff all over the floor or they just leave it wherever don't understand like don't get me wrong i don't mind putting it back on the sales floor because that is our job but i don't feel like refolding or refixing swimsuit bottoms and pants and shirts and stuff that were on the floor deliberately left by customers or whatever i don't feel like that's our job i feel like that should just be a common like common courtesy whenever i go in the fitting rooms i just give it to the fitting room attendant i don't just leave it in there for them to find because one i feel like you saw me out here you could have just gave it to me now i have to go back behind you and pick up your mess crazy but I do definitely appreciate the people who do take it out of the fitting room and even the people who offer to put it back but even if somebody does offer to put it back oftentimes I'll just ask to take it because I just would rather not walk out and see it hung somewhere where it's not supposed to be at or them just messing up something because they didn't feel like walking all the way back to wherever the merchandise was located and that brings me to number six the hangers I'm not sure about every store location, but at mine, we have to finger space each of the hangers, meaning the, the hangers have to be finger space like width apart from each other. It has to look perfect and tidy and clean and neat. There's nothing worse than hearing hangers, like seeing somebody just mush all of the hangers to one side of the rack to get a size and then just walk away. Like I know when you saw the rack, you noticed how like clean it looked and you just go messing it up but I guess everybody doesn't really know that because I didn't know that before getting hired onto the job that I work at now but yeah very tedious and for number seven I would definitely have to say that whenever people pick up merchandise and it either doesn't have a tag or the tag isn't scanning at one of the little kiosk things that itself the price check kiosks whatever you want to call them if it doesn't scan there, they're always like, hey, can you tell me how this is? Because it's not scanning over there. Does that mean that it's free? That joke is the most recycled joke that we hear at least 30 times a day. Well, not 30. I don't know. I hear it multiple times a day. And it's just like, if it was free, it wouldn't be on the store. Just putting that out there. And then people get like annoyed when we actually find the item online or find the price for the item and they're like oh that's too much i'll go shop somewhere else okay threatening me to go shop somewhere else does not bother me because at the end of the day i'm still on the clock still getting paid still gonna have a job tomorrow like you can go shop wherever else you want to doesn't really matter doesn't affect me or doesn't really affect anybody else 
Like, I really don't understand why people always use that threat, I'll shop somewhere else. It doesn't affect anybody besides you because you're the one that has to use your gas to go to the other store and be potentially disappointed that they don't have the same things that we do. And that brings me into number eight. Always looking for some type of way to get a discount on merchandise. We don't just have coupons sitting in our pockets or discount codes or tricks we can pull up our sleeve because everything that is done at a cash register is monitored by management. They see when we take coupons. They see when we take everything. And at the end of the day, I'm not willing to risk my job because you want some type of discount off of merchandise. And also, flirting definitely does not get you a bigger chance of getting a discount. If anything, it's even less of a chance of you getting some type of discount or trick up my sleeve because I cannot stand being flirted with by older men while I'm at work or just in general. Because I feel like you're not flirting with me because you're interested in me. You're flirting with me because you want me to give you a discount on merchandise so you can go about your day and never see me again. Like, no. That is just so weird. Like... I've had people like my dad's age flirt with me and I'm just like, mm, little do you know, you're a solid 20 years older than me. No. Disgusting. <laughs> well, not disgusting, but that's not my cup of tea. There's people out there that like to date cougars, sugar daddies, whatever you want to call it, and that's just not my cup of tea. And that brings me to topic number nine, last minute shoppers. There's nothing worse than when people come into the store 10 to 15 minutes before a store closes and just decide to have fun and mess up everything that somebody had just literally fixed 20 minutes prior to them walking into the store. I see people do it all the time. They'll come in at like 9.45 when announcements are already made that the store is starting to close. And then just come in and, hey, can you help me find this? Can you, I'm trying to look for this, that, that, this, that, and this. Like, the store has been open since 8 a.m. this morning and we're now about to close. During what time period of the day could you not have came in and tried to look for what you're finding other than 15 minutes before the store is closing because now everything's unfolded, everything's unsized. Things are just not where they're supposed to be at. And then... It's even worse when they want to try this stuff on and then they end up not wanting any of it and it's stuck in the fitting room and then we as retail workers have to figure it out and put it away. Now, I don't mind when people come in and shop and they actually know what they're getting. They know I need X, Y, Z and that's all they're getting. Not people who come in, oh, let's go shopping 15 minutes before the store closes and irritate everybody in the store because trust me, when people... If you walk in the door 15 minutes before a store is closing, everybody's kind of just looking at you like, just follow behind them, make sure they don't mess up anything, and make sure that the store looks like it did before they came in. Like at my store, we open at 8 a.m. and we don't close until 10 p.m. So I don't understand why there's always like a, it's usually a wave of people that come in like 15, 10 minutes before a store is closing and literally are trying to shop for summer. And it blows my mind because we've been open literally all day. And I don't understand how people just don't find time of their day to come earlier if they actually wanted to shop. But if you're coming in 10-15 minutes before the store is closing, my customer service honestly kind of goes down. Because you've had all day to shop and you're coming in the last 10-15 minutes while we're supposed to be like cleaning, making sure the store looks good, 
for tomorrow morning. And for my last topic, number 10, control your noisy children. There's nothing worse than working and hearing kids literally screaming at the top of their lungs because they can't get what they want or just misbehaving in general. Like, there's nothing worse than when customers have kids and they let their kids hold toys or whatever they want them to hold up until they get to the register. And then when that kid realizes, like, I'm actually not getting that toy and the toy is staying here, then they want to throw a whole fit, temper tantrum, and you know, they're just screaming, which is one annoying to cashiers and it's just annoying to the people around you. Like, not even just workers, just customers, guests, shoppers. Nobody wants to hear a crying kid all day like I understand kids might get upset but at what point do you not understand how to console your kid or how to control your kid or just to not act like that in public because from what I remember I did that one time and I never did it again so also kids that want to have a field day when they come to stores retail stores in specific playing I, I don't really care about them like playing with the toys and stuff, but I don't, seeing kids throw balls across the store is the most annoying thing I have ever felt in my entire life. Just being rowdy or just ripping through stuff that they have no business in touching. I was at work before and I've seen like five-year-olds, six-year-olds literally messing up clothes in the section that they don't even fit. Like, I don't wonder. At what point do you just keep your kid in the car, keep them in a stroller, hold their hand, do something to keep an eye on them because clearly parents aren't paying too close of attention to their kid if their kids are just ripping and roaring and having a good old time meanwhile they're out here shopping. Now don't get me wrong, I still love my job and I love what I do for the most part. So don't get offended by anything that I just said and if you are offended, I apologize for offending you but... Everything that was said in this podcast episode was realistically things that go on, not in just like my job alone, just retail jobs in general. So maybe this podcast gave you a little bit of insight as to what retail workers go through or what they think. Maybe it'll stop you from doing one of the things that you maybe have done so far that I've talked about. Or maybe you just thought this was a funny episode. Either way, this episode was meant to be lighthearted and not to really be taken too seriously or to offend anybody. And I just want to give everybody a heads up. The podcast is now available on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Breaker, and Google Podcasts as well as Anchor. So all you have to do is search. You can either search Kayla Renee or A Girl on Her Podcast. Either way, it should pop up. If not, I have the links somewhere listed down below listening to the podcast with either of the streaming networks I just listed will make it easier for you to listen to whether you're out on the go or not even necessarily at home because all you have to do is download the podcast and listen to it and it should just save to your phone. Well, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. If there's anything that I'd missed or you'd like to hear me talk about, feel free to DM me or comment on my Instagram, Kayla Woodard underscore shameless self-promo. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, don't forget to subscribe before you go. Until next week.